Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Well, welcome to the podcast. Today is Tuesday, October 25. Hopefully you have your Halloween costumes ready to go if you guys are celebrating. Are you guys... Are you guys going trick or treating? Are you? Too? I can't say that I am. I don't got, think so. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> I, I might know. still dress up. You know. Yeah. There you go. Have you, fun. Um, yeah, that's we're kind of past that at our house as well too. Yeah. Um, but hopefully, if you have young kids, and if that's something you do, uh, hopefully you're ready for that and excited about that, um, and just be safe when that when that happens. If you do, that. I think it's technically next week Monday, um, from when we're yeah yeah. But anyways, that's that. Tis the season. You guys, do you have to rake a lot of leaves? At your house, or is that what your dad is that your dad's job? I don't think anyone rakes leaves. No, oh, really? I think okay. we just kind of accept our fate. Okay. <laughs> you know, don't, yeah, don't the really yard kind of is just what it is. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. well, <laughs> we've never been known for our beautiful lawn. <laughs> okay, so That's sorry our, that the secret's out there now. <laughs> it's okay, but yeah. 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 Um, now, so now, probably your mom's gonna when she hears this, like, okay, yeah. we'll be, be like, you get to rake leaves. Yeah, <laughs> you, you call me out like that on the podcast, <laughs> it's going down. But anyway, spe- uh, speaking of calling out, um, our passage today, and we'll get to that in a little bit. But um, one of the reasons we picked it is because Jesus kind of calls out uh, the, Sphar- the Pharisees, and um, so we'll we'll talk about that in a minute. But before we do that, on Tuesdays we usually like to hear kind of a, a God story from our guests. What is Jesus doing? in your lives now um, or just, you know, sometime in, in your past. So um, I think you both maybe were willing to share something or. Yeah, oh, Matt, I can go. F- <laughs> now Seamus is just pointing at well, it. So I want yeah. her, to her to go first. first. I can yeah. go okay. first. All right, ladies first. Um, so brief, just like backstory on my life. Um, I've grown up in the church. My parents um, have very strong faiths and that's kind of always been a thing. Um, when I was in middle school, I decided to get baptized and kind of took on my faith as my own. Um, And one of the things that I've really been able to see recently, so when I was in middle school, I went to um, a church on the north side of Holland, their youth group, and I did that that all of middle and high school. And then after high school, um, the youth leader asked me if I would help lead Mm. the middle school. Mm -hmm. And I just kind of went to like go, but I have found this past summer and this school year so far that it's really given me a chance to be able to answer some of these kids' questions about God and their faith. And I just really love seeing that. Like specifically tonight, right before um, we came to record, we had small group night and I was with some sixth grade girls and they were kind of talking about how they just didn't really know much about Jesus. So I kind of got to explain like who Jesus was and why he came down and why he saved us. And I just I really love seeing those opportunities and being able to help the kids with that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you should apply to work at Camp Geneva then. Okay. So, yeah, that, uh, I've been a counselor in the past, but yeah. they, they just put on Facebook they're starting to hire for or interview for summer. Okay, so, yeah. If you don't have any other plans this summer. But, cool, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, but, well, cool. I'm glad that you're able to use kind of your gifts and your story to help the next yeah. the next generation, if you will. So, yeah. yeah. So, as Seamus, anything you want to share? Yeah, so, you know, just like Annie. Kind of don't really have any cool come back to Jesus stories, but, you know, I got the greatest gift of getting to grow up with Jesus. So um, I really got to, you know, I would say build my relationship, but it it wasn't really pushed. Um, And so I, over the past few years of being at a high school, it's been really cool to, for all the different places I've been in, um, and kind of two different examples. Um, So... 
if you don't know me, I'm the drummer for uh, <laughs> for certain uh, mornings, but I get to play at a lot of different churches. And with that, I hear a lot of different sermons and a mm. lot of, you know, not only the um, the places where Jesus and, you know, all that isn't, but places where it is and see where, you know, see how people really take um, the call of... Uh, not mentorship. What am I thinking of? Uh, <laughs> discipleship. Discipleship. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, no problem. Yeah. So it's been really cool to, you know, not all good, unfortunately, but I've I've been around a lot of churches where it really pushes me to question kind of everything I listen to because yeah. Yeah. it's nice to not, you know, go to the same church, listen to the same guy, you know, hear and just say, oh, yep, that's God's word. You know, I get to go somewhere different all the time and, you know see you know <clears throat> are they sticking to scripture or like see how how a church's interpretation may or may not hold up you know mm-hmm. um and then another one which i really enjoy is with you know work in places outside of school where um you know i do i do a lot of construction so i assumed that most of the guys would be on you know, good old country folk, you know, <laughs> God, God love, God fearing people. Yeah. But there's been a wide array of people that I've met where it's really pushed me to, you know, be convictful of not only people who claim to be Christian, but myself as well, and mm-hmm. how I can have conversations and bring it up in a respectful manner where, you know, they may openly say. I don't like your God, you know, where yeah. that, where mm-hmm. at school, you know, it's, it's, it's tough because everything's hush hush, but sure. you know, in the workplace, you just kind of talk about your lives. So to not only have people who, you know, are outspoken about stuff, but people who are also very outspoken about not sharing yeah. the same beliefs, it's weird, yeah. but it's cool to get pushed, especially at work and like, you know, bring it up and yeah. have fun conversations like that. So, And I feel like going back, like your first point about like listening at churches, one of the things that we were very like lucky to grow up with is my dad questions absolutely everything. <laughs> even Even if he like loved the sermon and agrees yeah. with everything that was said, he will always like push us and question us on these things, which I feel like has brought like a good level of skepticism yeah. to all of the things that we do. Yeah. 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 I remember last summer your dad was on the podcast and then and also he and Dwight and mm-hmm. it's like oh all right he's you know not shying away from, I don't oh, remember what yeah. the topic was but it's no like, but you go, Bruce. any That's topic awesome. he will find like the the deep questions the hard questions and yeah. he'll ask them and you're like okay yeah. <laughs> what well, I think that's. That's what pushes us most in yeah. growing our faith. I um, remember I, went, I grew up in Zealand, so good RCA church, and, and but I went down to school in southern Indiana, and one of my best friend, well, yeah, close friends was a Southern Baptist. Mm-hmm. And so I remember we'd sit around the, the table at dinner, and he would talk about why he believed in, in, in uh, adult baptism. I believed in uh, infant baptism. Mm-hmm. But then I had to say, do I really believe in infant baptism? Yeah. What, what do I really – just because this is what I grew up in the RCA, mm-hmm. that's not – and so we just really wrestled back and forth and, you know, came to some common understanding that, well, what matters is we both believe, you know, who Jesus is and what he did for us and why it's mm-hmm. important. So whether he believes in adult baptism and I in infant baptism, that doesn't really matter. It's yeah. secondary. But yeah. being really pushed to, to question your own faith, to grow in it is awesome. So yeah. Yeah, I'm glad yeah. you're getting those experiences. Yeah. So. yeah. 
Cool. Well, uh, thank you uh, both yeah. for being willing to share that. And sometimes it's hard to be vulnerable and share your own story, but I appreciate both of you uh, doing that. So today we're uh, jumping into Mark 2. So again, um, the reading plan is to read all of Mark 2. Um, we're just going to focus on the first part of it, um, verses 1 through um can't see my uh, 12. Sorry, my, the font's really small, <laughs> even with my old man glasses on. Um, so, Seamus, would you be willing to read that for us, please? I would love to. Jesus forgives and heals a paralyzed man. A few days later, when Jesus entered Capernaum, the people heard that he had come home. They gathered in such large numbers that there was no room left, not even outside the door. And he preached the word to them. Some men came bringing him bringing to him a paralyzed man carried by four of them. Since they could not get him to Jesus because of the crowd, they made an opening in the roof above Jesus by digging through it and then lowered on a mat the man was lying on. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralyzed man, Son, your sins are forgiven. Now, some of the teachers of the law were sitting there thinking to themselves, Why does this fellow talk like that? He's blaspheming. Who can forgive sins but God alone? Immediately, Jesus knew his immediately Jesus knew in his spirit that this was this was what they were thinking in their hearts and he said to them why are you thinking these things which is easier to say to the paralyzed man your sins are forgiven or to say get up take your mat and walk I want you to know that the son of man has the authority on earth to forgive sins so he said to the man I tell you get up take your mat and go home he got up took his mat and walked out in full view of them all this amazed everyone, and they praised God, saying, we have never seen anything like this. Thank you very much. So, Annie. Yeah. <laughs> we, we kept going to Shane, uh, Seamus yesterday, so now we, yeah. he's excited that you get to talk first. Yeah. So. Uh, sorry, yeah. what's the first? Yeah, sorry. I didn't ask <laughs> I you the question. I just read a passage. Do you not remember? <laughs> no. Yeah, so. Specifically, what am I focusing on? Yeah, what does oh, this sure, passage say sure. about God? What did we yeah. hear or learn about God? So one of the things that always stands out to me is in verse five, when it says, when Jesus saw their faith, he said, your sins are forgiven. Um, And then later when he knows what the Pharisees are thinking and the fact that it wasn't, it wasn't the idea that they simply brought their friend who needed help to Jesus, but they took the chance. They cut a hole in some random person's ceiling and they knew that what they had heard was so true and that Jesus was so great that he could do it and he saw that and he forgive him be, forgave, forgave the paralyzed man because of his friend's faith and mm-hmm. I think that is just amazingly telling of God and how his heart for us and how he works through all of those things yeah yeah awesome <laughs> nice there were two big things that I noted or that I hadn't paid attention to before the first one was um, they made an opening of the roof to Jesus by digging through it you know because all of our homes are made of wood or brick. Right. But these were like clay and stone. Oh, yeah. That probably so fell on Jesus like, and all the people yeah, below. Yeah, to like <laughs> think that they had to dig, not just like, you know, take a good old saw and cut <laughs> through it. They had yeah. to like dig through the house, which that is an example of faith. So, right. you know, that's, yeah. that's quite fair. Another thing that I had never paid attention to before, um, the teachers of the law were thinking to themselves. Mm-hmm. I had never noticed that, how it was just... They were thinking, and Jesus knew what they were thinking. And that's just crazy how, you know, it's – and it does show God doesn't care about what we – well, 
he does care about what we say, but <laughs> at the same time, our thoughts are just as important. Right. And, yeah. You know, yeah. the the man who is God and God in heaven can read our thoughts just as easily, and it's crazy and kind of scary it to is. think at yeah. times yeah. that like if I'm just thinking, yeah. oh, <laughs> Annie's outfit is terrible. Yeah. And Thank then, you. you know, like I've been told I look like Steve from Blue's Clues. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh my well, shirt. I have a blue and gray striped shirt on, and I have been told that yeah. that is who I look like. Goodness we, gracious. We, we have to take a picture of you guys. I mean, we do have to put up on the yeah. Facebook page, so oh. you'll you'll be able to see. Perfect. If you haven't seen that yet, go back and go and see Annie's yeah. blue school shirt. That's yeah. true. No, but I think that that's like a big underlying thing that Jesus does with the Pharisees, because these are supposed to be like these godly people who are the rulers and like the leaders in this and he very much the entire time calls them out on their thoughts mostly about how they're not internally believing the same things that they are claiming to believe yeah yeah Yeah. he sees through their their yeah so yeah and um a couple things that i jumped out that jumped at me the first of all um it's interesting they brought this man to be physically healed Mm -hmm. and jesus said he didn't say right away um, you're, you're healed, get up and walk. He says, your sins are forgiven. Yeah. So we have needs that we think need to be filled, but Jesus knows what our real needs are, and he meets those first. And then I think as part of his calling out of the, the Pharisees, he also said, all right, so you guys know who I am. Not only am I going to forgive his sins, but I'm going to heal him because both are impossible. You know, yeah. um, mm-hmm. we as humans don't have the ability to forgive other people's sins, and we don't have the ability to heal. But Jesus is saying, look, I'm, I'm going to do both. Um, but what also um, just uh, kind of hit me was that, and, and I see this in other passages too, Jesus doesn't engage with the Pharisees in, in an argument. He mm-hmm. just says, this is what it is. Um, and uh, he asks questions um, that require the Pharisees to rethink their position. Um, and then he gives a definite answer, you know, so, so that you know that the son of man, I'm going to do this and yeah. this. He doesn't take debate. Um, and, you know, I think we see, as you go throughout the Gospels, there's a lot of times where the Pharisees or the Sadducees, they're trying to bait him into. Yeah. And he just turns it back on them and says, okay, what would you do? If this yeah. Is, so um, what about, um, what do we learn about people through this? And we've already talked a little bit about with their, you know, the, the faith of the friends. Are being yeah. Anything um, else? One of the things that I just think is interesting, um, so we're only in Mark 2. Like, this is the beginning of essentially Jesus's, like... Ministry. Ministry, yeah. 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 I was going to say life, but he's, like, 30 at this point. Yeah. Um, and already, like, people heard about him coming, and they gathered in such large numbers that yeah. there was, like, massive crowds. And you basically, like, shoulder to shoulder couldn't get through anywhere. And I think that's just, like... People were hoping for something. They wanted a change in this, and they were very excited about him when he initially came. And I know that, like, doesn't end up that way. <laughs> yeah. But but the fact that – and it says a few, a few days later. Like, Jesus hadn't been doing his ministry for years and years and years. Like, yeah. he was just so different, and the people knew that. And that is very apparent when he had this many people show up. Yeah. 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 Anything – um, it's also cool to see the the level of um, difference in our attitude towards, well, you know, Jesus in this case, but God and the whole, I guess, religion in in a sense that you know it doesn't matter who you are; it's it's what we're doing. So yeah. you know, we always paint the Pharisees as the bad guys, but they're just the religious leaders, and how you know they've got a lot of 
hate in their heart. And like some of the people may or may not have been wanting to hear the positives and wanting to hear the negatives. And, you know, other people who are who want to be healed, maybe not because they think he's, you know, God for all of the right reasons. They just want to have him healed. So it's cool to see how in the midst of everything, not only from the disciples perspective of seeing the humility and the um, the close-knit relationship they have with Jesus, but to see how other people respond um, and how they act and how, you know, the ins and outs of how they feel and how they... Yeah. 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 Cool. So. Thanks. Well, um, as we get ready to wrap up, what are some takeaways? What what maybe should we encourage our, our listeners to do or mm-hmm. us to do? As a result of what we read today, what should we do? Jesus will call you out on your thoughts. That's what I was <laughs> yeah. going to say. I was going to say, check your thoughts because yeah. it's very easy to be like, oh, well, I don't, I don't do that. I don't say that. Mm. But he still knows what you're thinking. And if you are judging and cursing at people and all that, but it, even if it's just inside your head, like that still goes towards your heart. And yeah. Jesus knows that. Yeah. Yeah. And another thing is, um, you know, I feel like there are a lot of things where we just notice it as um, – steps of the sentence but i think there's you know there's a big importance of you're forgiven then you're healed it's mm. you yeah. know the, the important part of being forgiven that's what matters so you know god who's not human you know he sees our struggles but it's less about our physical needs it's it a, it's less about all yeah. this different stuff it's more like you know our sins our forgiveness our repentance it's that's that's the big deal that needs to be taken care of and yeah. then yeah. It may or may not happen of all the physical <laughs> things right. that we want. Yeah. 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 Well, those are some great things to to challenge our listeners with, to always be careful what we're thinking and making sure that we are um, being uh, honest and, and kind of forthcoming with what we're saying because Jesus knows our heart. And yeah. so he, we can't hide from him. Um, but also remember that, you know, he's most concerned about our spiritual well-being. Mm-hmm. Physical, yes, but he wants us to to be uh, forgiven. And that's the whole reason why he came. And that's kind of, again, part of the bigger narrative of what we've been reading for these three months. So um, hopefully, uh, listeners, this was encouraging to you and um, that you can just uh, dwell in this passage, this, this whole chapter, Mark 2 today, and be listening for what God might be saying to you through it. Thanks very much uh, for joining us. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you.